Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. It is the Advent season, and uh, I love the season. I think it's of all the seasons, it's my favorite season of the year. Well, Well, no, because you love Lent. I love Lent. (laughs) I know how you are. Watch a Lent guy. Always a Lent guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, do you do any fasting or anything during Advent? I do. Do you? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mondays, I try not to eat. Oh, okay. The, the key word is try. Right. And is that? Yeah. How, no, it's is, good. What does that look like? Is that an all day thing? Is yeah, that... it's an all day thing. Okay. You know, you wake up and okay, it's it's not that hard. Right. It's only one day. It's not yeah. like I'm going like, you know, right, right, right. 40 day fast or something. Right. And is it a fast up until dinner time or do you? Does it's it 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's a small thing, right? And yeah. Yeah. Some people do. Some people do spiritual disciplines a little differently during Advent or Lenten season. Right. Here to talk to us about Advent is the Reverend Josh Brown from Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. And Josh, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, John. Kathy, thanks for having me once again. Always good. Josh, when we talk about Advent on the air, just about every time we hear from somebody who says, I don't even know what Advent is. Which you know, is like, surprising. Like I celebrate Christmas, I do Easter or whatever, but I don't I don't get Advent. So for people who are from some faith tradition which doesn't honor Advent or doesn't speak about that, tell us what it is. Sure. I, I do think that people have may, maybe a passing familiarity with it. I mean, I think most people know what Advent calendars are, which is really just you open the candy each day for the, <laughs> the days of December. Uh, but beyond that, you're right. I, I don't know that it is something that people are terribly familiar with. It's one of the seasons in the church year, which the, the church worldwide and historically has observed uh, nearly from the beginning. Uh, the word Advent itself is just a Latin word that means arrival or appearance. And it's a, a season meant to prepare your hearts and your minds uh, for the good news of the birth of Jesus. But it's also meant to look even beyond that to the time that he will return. So there's a lot that's going on in that season. It's a season of waiting, a season of expectation, but also a season of joy and celebration. Mm -hmm. So Josh, as a pastor, are you doing something personally and then with the congregation to look at Advent, both forwards and backwards? I try to, yeah. I mean, personally, there are some. There are there are always some good devotionals that you can find that get put out this time of year. Um, there's some different ministries that'll put out like Advent daily Advent devotional readings, so you can find some good materials out there that maybe give you uh, a scripture passage in the morning and a guided prayer or just some thoughts for that. Those those can be helpful things for individuals to do on a daily basis. Um, as a church, uh, there, there are churches will approach this sometimes differently. One of the traditions that a lot of churches will have uh, is to have each of the four weeks. I, I should back up and say that Advent is a, is a four weeks leading up to Christmas. Uh, so each of the four weeks leading up to that, there will be some particular uh, readings that they do, maybe some of the readings from the gospel accounts of the birth narratives or some of the, a lot of the Old Testament prophets uh, will be read as a way to say, that God's people were expecting and waiting for his promises to be fulfilled. And there'll be some things you can, some churches will do like lighting uh, some of the Advent candles. You'll see those, that little set of like uh, some purple candles, maybe one pink one or a white one in the middle and light one of those each week. It's a little symbol of the, the coming light of Jesus into the world. So there are a lot of little things that people can do, but all of them are just meant to say that, that it is a season of building expectation. 
Um, we do it for Christmas. We start putting up Christmas uh, decorations very early yeah. and start, you know, getting ourselves all ready for this thing. It's not a surprise when it when December 25th goes around. We say, oh, I, didn't, I had no idea this was coming. Um, <laughs> right. We, we know that. And so a- Advent is a similar time of preparation and waiting. Right. And, and with that preparation, and I, I'm sure this is true with anything, right, I feel that the more preparation I do during the Advent season, my prayer life, my reading, my involvement with my community and family, all that preparation makes Christmas when it arrives all the more sweeter. It, that's certainly one of the goals, uh, to, to make sure that you do see this as something that is big, something that is formational, something that really can be transformational. And if you give yourself time to think about that, to reflect on it, and to pray about it, uh, to engage in God's Word, to celebrate through songs and music and these things, you do see that it's something uh, that is very big. And and there there are there's a looking back and a looking forward part of it too that I don't know even within those traditions that do observe an Advent season I don't know that the looking back and looking forward is always there. Hmm. All right. So what does that mean? Looking back to what? Well, you're looking back uh, to Jesus' birth. Right? I think just about anybody you ask, what is Christmas about? What's Advent about? They would probably be able to say it's a time that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Right. That's that answer is totally mm-hmm. correct. Um, it is also a time when we we are in we uh, as the church now are in this time where okay Jesus has been born that happened uh, he lived he died rose again he's ascended now into heaven and we're looking for this time when he will return so we we are still in a season of waiting and expectation for his re-advent um, I remember. My, I have two sons. My sons are just about two years apart in age. Uh, so we had we had a period of time where, if you if you remember, many many people know that when they when they're very young and they're in their car seats, they have to face backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when they're like very very young infants, they face backwards. And then when you reach, and I don't remember now, I think it's two years old or three years old, they can turn around in the car seat can face forward. Right. And because of the age of my boys, we had this period of time where we, we would drive around, and in the back seat, there's one kid facing backwards and one kid facing forward. <laughs> and so they were yep. just—they were getting an entirely different experience uh, of the trip, each one of them, right, right from the other. And uh, in my mind, at least, there's there's something of that element of we should be looking back to Jesus' birth and celebrate that. We should also be looking forward. It's both of those things. Yeah, uh, to the time that he will return. That's a great analogy, Josh, because I remember that period. I'm glad you brought that up. It's been a while since I've thought about it. But, you know, finally, yeah. I remember, like, when the kids were in the back, you couldn't see their faces. You know, you, of course, right. you can buy right. these yeah. mirrors. And then all of a sudden they turned around and you were like, yay, th- there you are, you guys. That's a great analogy yeah. for what's, you know, what Advent is. Yeah, I think I, it, in my mind, at least, it's something that has come off. So, and my boys are much older now, so it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're past that stage. But there is that. There is that element of, as I said, looking back and celebrating the birth of Jesus. That's a good thing. We should focus on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But remember that that same Jesus who has come has said that he's coming again. And we are then in the season of waiting and expectation for that. Yes. Josh, uh, when we brought you on, you know, we were, Kath was talking about, you know, uh, some people don't recognize Advent or even know what it is, which makes me think about the the church calendar. There are, you know, Mm -hmm. faith traditions uh, some faith traditions are very, you know, uh, very uh, faithful to the, the the church calendar. Others, we just kind of go by it. Can you talk about that and and how you track that in your own life and maybe you know in your faith? 
Yeah, it, it, you're right. It, there are some traditions for whom this is the centerpiece of everything that they do. The, the liturgical year, the church year, is really it orients everything that they do. And then there's others. I've, I've talked to Christians too who say, you mentioned something like Advent or Lent or Epiphany or these things, and they're like, I have never even heard. I don't even know what those words mean. Hmm. Um, I think it, it can be if it becomes. It, it can be something, I want to be careful in how I say this, but it can be something that you, you overemphasize if you get so focused on the seasons themselves that you're missing the fact that they're meant to point you to Jesus. So that that's always the goal there. Um, but I do think that you, you can be missing something if you're just unaware of those things. The idea of having a time uh, to prepare you for something big is, that's familiar to us in so many areas of life, um, right? You know, in before the Super Bowl or the playoffs, before a wedding is an engagement, before graduation or final exams and everything you go through. The idea of like going through something that builds up to the big event, we're familiar with that in every area of life. Mm-hmm. And yet sometimes in the Christian faith, we can have this, oh, it's Easter. Okay, here's my one day where I celebrate Easter. And, oh, right. now it's Christmas. Here's my one day I celebrate Christmas. And have a season that is meant to, to really help you reflect upon that and think about it and and appreciate it in its fullness, I think that's only a good thing. Yeah, uh, Josh, when you're using the word waiting, all I can think of is the fact that we're not good, very good at that. <laughs> uh, and I was going to say in America, because that's where I live. Um, but I think probably humans aren't particularly good at waiting. Um, so talk about what what you think this produces in us or why we have this type of this type of preview for the big event. You're right. We're terrible at waiting. I mean, how, how many of us glance down and check our phone at a red light? Or right. how many of us, you know, in, in line somewhere, you start immediately doing whatever you can do to distract yourself? We're, we're very bad at it. And there's different kinds of waiting, too. I mean, there's the sort of like anxious waiting when you're expecting a test result, or there's the kind of uh, bored waiting if you are just sitting in rush hour traffic somewhere. Or, there, or there's, there's also the, the kind of anticipatory waiting where you're engaged in something. And that might be more similar to like preparing for a wedding or a graduation or something. It's there and you're looking forward to it, you're excited, and it helps you build up to it. So um, I, I think that's meant to be the goal. When we speak of waiting, it's not just to sit back and, and disengage, uh, but do the things that you can to help yourself be ready for this thing because it is a good thing that's coming. Mm-hmm. Well, Josh, we always appreciate your time with us. And, of course, we talk to you at least once a month. And so the next time we talk to you will be 2023. So The waiting will be over. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, it's always good to be on with you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.